Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews contains adult content and language. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews. I'm Brandon. And I'm Travis. And this is, once again, season four. This is show three, episode 35, I believe. 35, yeah. Overall, you know, if you guys haven't uh, heard all of the episodes, you need to check our back catalog. You know, we can yeah. say we got a catalog, you know. Some, you know, we were talking about this earlier, uh, our podcast provider, uh, you can see, you know, your total uh, listens for episode, but then you can also <clears throat> just look at the last 30 days or 90 days. And it's weird, uh, the trends uh, that sometimes happen. Like right now, people are really into our ACDC episodes. Uh, like in the, the last 90 days, they're the, the top episodes. Well, you know me, um, being the shameless plugger that I am, uh, anytime in our vinyl groups that we're members of on uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, if yep. someone's... Showing an album that we've done a show for, I plug the fuck out of it. Yeah. I doubt. mean, we have gained, I think we gained quite a few new listeners that way. We have, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, we talked about this in, in episode one of uh, season four. Um, we hadn't recorded in a year because we did our Christmas episode last year. And, you know, our numbers of listeners <clears throat> dropped a bit, but it was still steady over the, the course of this year. We still had a lot of listeners every month oh i know but your phone was probably doing the same thing my phone was where everyone that has your personal contact shit was like dude where's the fucking show yeah oh yeah and yes you know um i I moved (laughs) so we're coming to you well pretty much live today yeah from zanesville ohio that's right um trav's in studio yep um and and we're we're doing i'm not gonna say what it is yet this record Brain and I have talked about doing since we before we even started the podcast. Yeah, like this was one of the first ones that we were like, "Oh, we need to do that." And for whatever reason, it never like slotted into the how we had stuff set up for the season. Well, that and like in the beginning, we were just kind of okay. Well, that one did good. Let's grab something that's kind of in the same wheelhouse. Or, I mean, in the beginning, I think we actually threw it around a lot more to where we was like, "Nope, let's go away from that one." Yeah. And we're hey, we're still learning here, folks. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we just we just do the best that we can, and hopefully someday we'll get picked up and get some sponsorship. Uh, the new studios does not have a name yet. Not yet. Uh, so I guess as of right now, it's still Husky Slim Studios. Two point Yeah, this is part do <laughs> Frank Dukes. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I don't know why I threw Frank Dukes in there. It's probably because from of some blood sport. I know, but some of the shit we've been drinking today. <sighs> holy fuck, a moly! Uh, I mean, I dude, we we drink a shit ton of fucking <laughs> good beer, not to mention shitty fucking beer. Yeah, we like to mix it up. Got the uh, got the old pork loin out on the pellet grill, mm-hmm. smoking as we speak, folks. You know, speaking of smoking, what's up, Mister Smoking Computer? 
I, I don't know if I'd throw barbecue sauce on that motherfucker or not, but he's... He high as hell. He always high as hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably like somebody else we know who you guest starred on their uh, podcast a couple of days ago, too, right? Uh, yeah. are, you, are you allowed to say anything about that or no? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was a guest on a, a podcast uh, last week called The World is Fucked, uh, and that episode was fucked. <laughs> Okay, so me and Travis are just two drunk buffoons here, but uh, he said we got our production game down pretty tight. So I, I took a compliment to that. I, I was pretty happy when I heard that because yeah. I really don't listen to any other podcast because mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, be stealing nothing from nobody or getting influenced in other ways. Plus, with my new job, I ain't got time to wipe my ass fucking three quarters of the time. So I listened to the. I do listen to other podcasts, but I don't listen to anything similar to ours because I don't want to be influenced by it. I, most the ones I listen to are about um, movies, like genre movies, like horror movies. But stuff. what I do wish, I wish we could be making that Joe Rogan money. I do wish that. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, if I did that, work might be fucked on that one. Uh, I might have to sit at home and drink beer all day and get paid. I might sit home and drink Montucky Cold Snack all day. No. <laughs> I got the feeling the Montucky Cold Snack... Was a one and done, and oh my god, I could only take the two sips of it. That shit was awful. If you guys haven't listened to the last episode, <laughs> check it out, folks. It might be a contender to knock out the fucking ice beer giants. Yeah, uh, I'm, and, I'm gonna say it's the worst beer that we've ever done. But like I told Have just a minute ago, I said, "Hey, don't feel bad. Um, we thought it was." You know, go listen to the episode and you'll find out what we thought. Yeah. And I told Trav that it was uh, sitting right next to the Genesee Ice in the previous episode. Makes total sense. But I kind of thought it it would probably be good because there was only two cans left. So someone in Zanesville is tearing up the fucking Montucky cold snack. I don't want to meet that person. Well, they're throwing down more than 24 ounces of (laughs) refreshment. I can tell you that. Good God. Well... So, since uh, you came up and we decided we were going to record this weekend, um, I found something as close as I could to what I would think something would have tasted like um, <laughs> for this album. All right. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and I'll tell you right now, folks. Yeah. We are doing the second album from this band, and it is Paul's Boutique from... The Beastie Boys. Yep. And I said the, just like in the Ohio State. Even though we took a fucking ass licking from that team up north. It looks like we're going to back into the playoffs, <clears throat> though. Yeah. And uh, if, uh, but hey, I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah. Ryan Day, if you are listening to this shit right now, which hopefully somebody is, and they can put a bug in your ear and say, you need to listen to this shit. Dude, you need to get your fucking shit together, or they're going to send your ass packing. And something tells me Gene Smith has sat him down after the game I'm, last week. I'm sure he got more than a fucking ass chewing on that one. Yeah. That was T-R-B-L Kenny. It was rough. But, I mean, I I hate to do it because I, I can't stand that team from up north, yeah. but they just fucking whooped our fucking ass. I give it to them, but it took them how many fucking years to actually fucking do it it did we still won like 17 out of the last 20 years or whatever but we totally fucking collapsed in the second half there was no second half they didn't do fucking shit i don't get it it was weird it was like worse than watching a fucking high school football game train wreck man yeah 
So, uh, okay, we're we're off the Buckeyes. Right. <laughs> I guess. I mean, but Ryan Day, get your shit together, my friend. Yeah. And, hey, um, if y'all do make it in them playoffs, you know, me and Trav and my wife, his sister, and, you know, executive producer Hunter and, hell, probably some few others, send us some free fucking tickets, man. We're coming root for that shit. Yeah. That's what it was. They didn't have beers, brews, and vinyl reviews in the house right. cheering them on to lead them to fucking victory. Woody they Hayes. Have, would, look, they're making the playoffs. Everybody's got their helmets with the little Buckeye stickers. They all need to have one beers, brews, and vinyl review sticker on their helmet, right? Yeah, they need that sticker. And we could be in the stands wearing the fucking hard hats oh, yeah. with two fucking swags uh, in the helmet with the fucking straw, man. I mean, it Doing is. Doing a live episode. Fuck it. Hey, I would. Right. I'm down for a live episode. Anyone wants to have us. Oh, man. Okay, so yeah. I already know what it is. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and let you get into the beer vault. All right. Give me a second. I'll grab it. And you grab it. And he already knows it is not in a can, folks, because uh, my wife, his sister, allowed me to use some of her fine Christmas china to uh, pour this delicious, what I hope to be deliciousness, into. So before you open this bag, okay, I'm gonna let him put his put his cans back on, folks. So before before you open this bag, yeah. Okay, Brass Monkey actually fucking they do not make it no more. The only way I could have got Brass Monkey would have been if I actually mixed it, which probably would have tasted 300 times better than what real swag Brass yeah. Monkey tasted like. Right. And everybody that knows the Beastie Boys knows Brass Monkey was a song on the first album, and that was a drink that they were drinking at the time. And they also liked Budweiser, the plywood of beers, <laughs> for some god unknown reason. Yeah. But this is not Brass Monkey. But if I had to envision what Brass Monkey tasted like, I would think it is what is in this bottle. I gotta think this is gonna be something like Mad Dog or Wild Irish Rose or well, some shit like that. He's going in the bag, folks. It is brown bagged. <laughs> Damn it. It is Mad Dog. <laughs> we have some Mad Dog 2020 Orange Jubilee. I have never seen Orange Jubilee. I haven't drank Mad Dog since I was in high school. I, I always think. thought Mad Dog was grape, the berry blue. Berry blue. And they had some type of fruit punch, and it all tasted like ass. It all tastes the same. But Orange Jubilee, look at that packaging, dude. That looks like solid shit. Oh, my God. But I don't know. You might want to shake it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I haven't had any Mad Dog since probably 1992. <laughs> All right. I'm pour. Just promise me. Do not break. Do not, oh. <laughs> do, oh. <laughs> he took a sniff, folks. Do not break the fine china because my wife, your sister, will kick my ass. And notice I only got one bottle because I got the feeling it's not going to be tasty. Check out how much I poured. No, come on. Now you gotta go more than that. <laughs> you pour as much as you like. No, you gotta go more than that. Come on, we gotta do. We gotta do the same amount here. No, no. <laughs> okay, get you get it. Come on now. This is the first time we've recorded in a year. Come on. Okay, he's got us even, Steven Now, folks. Okay, so we are going in for the Mad Dog 2020 Orange Jubilee. All right, cheers. Hold on, let's see. It smells like gin and juice. 
right, I'm just throwing it back. There we go. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. Actually, it's not bad. Um, it just <laughs> it tastes like tang or something like that. What it reminds me of is gin and juice. Yeah. But it doesn't have as much of a grapefruity taste off of it. Honestly, after the last bullshit we just tried. Yeah, that wasn't that bad. I don't want to sit around and drink it, but it's not. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it in the fucking beer vault, dude, because that might be a... That might be a a new uh, pre-show warm-up. We just do a fucking shot of old MD 2020 <laughs> fucking for old time's sakes. Oh, shit. I don't hate it. No, no. But let me tell you where I was going with that. I was actually trying to find us like some Thunderbird or yeah. some Night Train, and I couldn't, and I seen that, and I said, oh, fuck, he's going to shit his pants when he fucking sees that. They still make Night Train? Don't know. Yeah. I've been looking. Um. I don't think it's bad. No, it's it's. I'm Jesus. We've drank stuff that's way worse than that. <laughs> Genesee Ice, the beer that kicked Travis right in the balls, and he said it tastes like cough medicine and evil. Yeah, that might honestly be uh, too good to fucking pull into our fucking swag shit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, guys, welcome to Beards, Brews, and Mad Dog reviews. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I know there's some listeners out there that uh, partaked and threw up a little bit of the MD 2020, but I don't hate it. No, it's it's not. I mean, we, we, we've drank way worse. So. I, I know we've drank way worse. <laughs> we've drank way worse than that this season. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so far <laughs> this season. So far this season, I, I, I think the old style is riding high. Yep. And I put the Mad Dog number two. Yeah. It's not bad. With Montucky a distant third. <laughs> <laughs> Montucky is like a retired racehorse that they just kind of put out the pasture. And God damn. I I don't know. Y'all just have to go find some Montucky cold snack and try it for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you guys out there, you have to go try that shit. Ooh, yeah, you owe it to yourself. If you're a loyal listener of this show, you need to partake in that. All right, should we get into this? But I give the MD twenty twenty. I give it a I give it a solid four. I mean, it it's not as awful as I thought it was going to be. No, I'll give it a three. He's going three, folks. I think that Montucky fucked him up. He's having Genesee ice flashbacks, to be honest with you. PTSD from that shit. I wouldn't doubt it. And it did take him about a year or so of therapy to get over that. So there goes the budget for this season. It can only go downhill from here, folks. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're bringing you Paul's Boutique from the Beastie Boys. Mm -hmm. The original release date was July 25th, 1989. And I have the Repress, which is the 30th anniversary on two LPs of purple vinyl and is 180 gram. And I believe you have the same one? Yep, exact same one. Okay, so number one bitch about this album. Um, we cannot find a sleeve that will fit this fucking album. The uh, I mean, we'll get into this later, but like the the packaging is beautiful in this reissue. Uh, but yeah, the only downside is that it's so thick. Uh, standard sleeve um, is too narrow. Yep, pretty narrow. Um, so you want to go on? You want to rate it first, or do you want me? It's up to you. I'll go first. Um, album cover and artwork rating. It's, it's a five. This is 
It's a stone cold classic. Uh, you know, it's like the corner, New York, you know, Paul's boutique right there. And then, you know, the, the back cover inside of the gatefold. It's all part of that. I'm, hold on, I'm opening it up right now. It's like that whole block. And then the reason that this packaging is so big, it's a double gatefold. So you open up the gatefold and it opens up again. So you then have four panels and it's just one panoramic shot of this street. I assume it's Brooklyn. I don't know. And and it's on the back side too. And it's on the back. So, um, I mean. Which is pretty awesome. It is. I mean, you know what it is when you see it. Totally. What, what uh, would you give it? I gave it a five. Yeah. Um, and I do love the uh, fake Paul's boutique sign yeah. that they were allowed to hang on Lee's Sportswear. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lee's Sportswear is the original building, mm-hmm. and they just was able to hang like they just made up a fake Paul's boutique sign to hang on it. Yeah. And so that's pretty cool. And you know the ginormous gatefold cover is awesome. Yeah, it's great. The purple vinyl, it looks tight as fuck. And we'll get into the sound of it here in a little bit. Um, yeah, so this is going to be a, a fun one. Strong tracks, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, but you know what's funny? What? Is there going to be a lot of people out there that probably don't agree with us on this one? Because there was a lot of people that didn't like this album. Yeah. Or, or maybe it was more at the time they didn't like this album. Yeah, it was a failure when it came out, right? I loved it every the first time I heard it. I did too. I mean, I had it uh, on cassette, and the cassette was green. It was the first colored cassette I ever had. I loved it. (laughs) I wish I still had it. Um, But I think it's it's aged amazingly well, and but it's also gotten more popular over the years with people uh, that maybe didn't like it at the time, or younger people who weren't even alive when this album came out, and then got into Beastie Boys. Oh yeah, Um, I gave it a four, or not. Well, yeah, we're on strong tracks. Yeah. You know, I gave it a four. Um, I love it. It's loaded with fucking greatness. Yeah. I mean, this album changed how hip-hop was going to be shaped. I mean, it was this album that fucking changed that. And no one's going to argue with me on that shit. Especially if you were around at the time. You know how fucking cheesy a lot of the fucking hip-hop... Shit was starting to get. Yeah. And then this was a fucking game changer when this album dropped. And their three-man rhymes on this one are fucking clever and tight as fuck, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's totally amazing. Uh, I gave Strong Tracks a five, right? Because I, I could have listed every song, but these are just my favorites of the Strong Tracks, right? Shake Your Rump, Eggman, High Plains Drifter, Hey Ladies, Looking Down the Barrel of a Gun, Shadrack, like... Shadrack was a single. Right, it was. Hey, Ladies, hey ladies was, a was a single. Yeah. And honestly, your first glimpse of this album, I believe Hey Ladies came out first. Yeah. And it when was, they was wearing like the pimp suits and shit, I'd like to think they got those at Lee's Sportswear. That's right. I mean, it was just different. And then the fucking mariachi band banging on the fucking cowbell. Yeah. So far, we've had a lot of cowbell lot, this fucking season. A lot of cowbell. I'm just saying, not saying that that's a direction we're going this year, folks, but it could be. We don't know. Um, I don't think there was no cowbell on Fair Warning, was there? No, there should have been that. There should have been at least a couple clicks. Yeah. Maybe Diamond Dave could have remixed some of that in there. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I, I mean, to me, this thing's got so many strong tracks. I wasn't even gonna fucking list them. Yeah, I mean, you could really list the whole album, but I, I did want to throw those out. Those. Oh yeah, the. I mean, I agree with that. And so let's see, we're on to favorite track, right? Yeah. So since I listed all those strong tracks, I'll go first. I gave it a five. And this is one record, maybe more than any other ones that we've done over the years, that it changes every day. Because I still listen yeah. to this pretty regularly. So right now, I'm going to say High Plains Drifter. But if you ask me tomorrow or later on this evening, it might be different. All right. So. What do you think? I'm similar. Um, I keep this one in my uh, in my cube out there with all of our records. And it is in my most frequent yeah. You know, played shit because uh me and executive hunter produ- or producer hunter, we love sitting back and listening to this one. And I think smoking computer concurs on this one even. Nice. Um you know, but it is a hard one to pick a favorite track. Yeah. Because you do have High Plains Drifter, you got Hey Ladies, you got The Sounds of Science. Yep. Five piece chicken dinner is fun, even though it's only like twenty five seconds. Right. But it reminds you of fucking hee haw. Yep. Um you got the three minute rule. Yep. Um I mean the whole fucking album kicks ass, but I gotta go looking down the barrel of a gun. That's great. And um I like to feel that that's the song that made them want to learn to play their own instruments on their next album yeah and you know bring on you know the sounds of like check your head and ill communication yeah and let me because just... the, that was one thing about the beasties yeah. is they went from kind of the campy just cheesy rhyming to well first they was punk yeah that's what i was going to say to People who are going to say, well, wait, what about, we We know those early punk records, Cookie Puss and all that, when they were playing, we know that we're just focusing on, like, License Deal and the, the uh, major label records. Yeah, so, I mean, they went from, you know, cheesy and campy from that to this is, like, it is what it is. Yeah. And then they just flipped the script on Check Your Head. Which is also fantastic. It's Yeah, a great album. Yeah. And then Ill Communications. Yep. Like a mix of... This and that and the other thing. Yeah. It's like they were always evolving. Yep. That's one thing about the Beastie Boys that was great. And yeah, no doubt. Um, track to avoid. What do you got here? Whew. I believe this is a show first. I I I, I couldn't rate anything. <laughs> I, I left it blank. And I honestly don't think there is one on this one. Um, this album's so complex, you know, every time you listen to this album, you pick up on new shit that you didn't realize or hear from the time before when you listen to it. And it's aged well and it gets better with age. Yeah. But if I had to pick one to avoid, I would say ask for Janice, which is funny as fuck, by the way. <laughs> The best in men's clothing. Call Paul's Boutique at Janice. The number is 718-498-1043. That's Paul's Boutique, and they're in Brooklyn. Yep. Call now. Ask for Janice. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't. I, I don't think you can 
fucking avoid a fucking song on this. I think you just put it on and you play it. Your answer was almost correct. Oh, shit. Here we go. The Mad Dog's getting to him, folks. I gave it a five, and the correct answer is you should not avoid any tracks on this record. Okay, well, hey, and okay, I'll, 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 I'll switch my shit. Yeah. I'll go a five, and yeah, you just got to listen to it from start to finish. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's just one of them albums. Yeah. And, you know, the Beasties were a band that either you loved them or you hated them. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. I don't know anybody that just likes one Beastie Boy song. Right. Yeah. You. I mean, you're either a Beasties fan or you're not. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, you know, but I guess there could be people out there that are still stuck on Fight for Your Right to Party. Which yeah. It was great yeah. at its time. Yeah. And that's still a fun record to listen to. It is, but it's probably the worst song on License to Ill. Yeah, you know? I think so. Um, I mean, you know, I'm right. not gonna go into details, but she's right. crafty. It's pretty, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, pretty good. Um, deep cuts. I mean, this is this was hard to narrow. The, I did try to narrow this down a little bit more than I did for Strong Tracks. I gave this a five too. Uh, I'd pick. I narrowed it down to three. Uh, Sounds of Science, Three Minute Rule, and Car Thief. Oh. He went that way. What do you got? Mm. I really, I gave it a five mm-hmm. for deep cuts. And I just said the whole fucking album. Yeah. And the Beastie Boys are a group you either love or hate. Yep. And I also dug how they reinvented themselves on each album. And they had balls bigger than church bells and were not afraid to experiment. And that's creativity, my friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what made them so great yeah i mean everything that like you and i pretty much agree all their records through ill communication are fantastic right then falls off a little bit after that but all of those records are a little bit different you know what i mean uh and they're all great they were they were just down to try new shit yeah and it worked because i mean they could have if you stop and think about it they could have wrote on the coattails of ill commute or license the ill, yeah. Which Rick Rubin was genius yeah. when he threw that together. Um, other than Carrie King hated the fuck out of playing uh, in the video and doing the song for yeah. him because he hated the Beastie Boys. Um, Carrie King of Slayer, if anyone needs any clarification out there, yeah. But I mean, and plus he had hair back then too. He did, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but it's like. I mean, come on, man. Um, it's just—I don't know. It's—it's it's just one of them albums that I. Just the more you listen to it, it just—it's so complex. And it is. It, it, to it, me, it was a way ahead of its time. It totally was. Uh, so that's a good segue to production overall sound. There will never be another record like this. Oh no! They would not be able to clear all the samples and afford them. You know, back then you could sample. <laughs> And uh, you didn't have to pay royalties. And this record is essentially an entire record of samples. Yeah. And he, he just stole my thunder, folks, because <laughs> I, I was coming up to that here in a little bit. Uh, but I gave it a five. Okay. for That was for production and overall sound, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I also gave it a five. Surprise, surprise. It's not the Mad Dog 2020 Orange Jubilee talking, folks. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not hateful. Yeah. <coughs> sorry. You just blew out my eardrums on that one. I'm sorry. I tried to get out of the way. I think it's because we've been doing so much drinking <laughs> and doing all these shows back to back. Um, 
I gave it a five. Um, the Dust Brothers, they killed it on this one. Yeah. I mean, if if you look up, I did do a little research on this because I wasn't sure of the exact number. Mm-hmm. There were 105 songs that were sampled to make this masterpiece. Nice. Okay. And the last song alone has 24 samples in it just to make up that one song. So if you've never checked out the YouTube channel, I know me and you have talked about it in the past. Yeah. Uh, someone has a, a video on YouTube and it actually breaks down each sample for the songs. You, I mean, it's a long watch, but if you love this album, check it out. Yeah, it's very cool. Because um, when I found it, I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. I said, this is awesome. So yeah, it, you texted me when you found it and then I, I watched it that night and it's, it's it, pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing Yeah, because, but you know, then that kind of comes back to like what you said a little bit ago, you couldn't do this album in no. this day and age because of the whole sampling and you couldn't afford it. Yeah. You know, they just, it, it, they just had a knack for hitting shit at the right fucking time. Yeah. It's great. Um, overall listening experience rating. I mean, this is easy. It's five. Uh, I knew that. That's also, why. this is my highest rated record we've ever done. It's all fives, top to bottom. But uh, from the opening, you know, to all the girls, you know, everybody <laughs> loves that. That's a great way to open the record, right? To all the girls. <laughs> I mean, it's just so chill because it's like you, you think you're just gonna. Yep. Oh, okay. This is one of them, and then the next song just kicks in, and it's like, okay, now it's more upbeat than that. Yeah. All the way to uh. Uh, you know, the end of the record, everything and everything in between. But I'm telling you, as for Janice, <laughs> I mean, and it even sounds just about like this because the guy couldn't get the microphone no closer to his face when he was saying it. Uh, it's fucking brilliant, dude. So you, you got a five, I'm guessing, too, right? Yeah, I gave out a five. Um, Like I said, I mean, for strong tracks, I could have gave it a five very easy, yeah. but I just went with the four. Yeah. Because, I mean... If you look at it as a whole, yeah, it's a five. But if you were to break down each song, like five-piece chicken dinner, it's like 25 seconds. Ask for Janice. It's funny as shit, but, you know, they just threw a couple little short clips in there. Yeah. But, um, you know, because think about it. The last song on this, that's Shadrach, right? No, it's the the B-Boy. Oh, uh, B-Boy Blaze. Yeah. That fucker's got, like, how many fucking parts to it? That's what, like, 12 or and, something? Is it, it more than that even? It, like, I can't remember. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And no wonder they used 24 fucking samples in yeah. it, you know? Because it was like, yeah, this is fucking cool, man. Yeah. And But overall, you know, I just love how they even sampled their own fucking music on this. I know. And they kept doing that throughout their career. They would sample their own fucking shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because, hey, they don't have to pay royalties to yeah. their fucking self. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. And, you know, to me, this album is, every time I put it on, it's, it's a great trip down memory lane. Yep. And it, this album was way ahead of its time. And, you know, it's just like, you didn't even know what hit them when this came out people didn't yeah i mean it's pretty flawless and um that's why i said you know some people were like well i hate it because they wanted the cheesy campy shit but to me i'm just like dude this is fucking brilliant yeah it's like taking it to the and next then, level like and then when this first came out the one that you heard all the time on like yo mtv raps and anything on mtv it was just hey ladies yeah 
which it was funny, you know, because yeah, which is a great song. It was overplayed. Yeah, it was overplayed, yeah. but it's still one of my favorites on yeah, it. Yeah, but then when you start digging deeper into this album, it's yeah. like you'll be like, oh yeah, this one's great too. Um, did you ever see him? No, but it would have been yeah, awesome. I didn't either. And I want to say, rest in peace, Mr. MCA. Yeah. Um, you know, because I mean. It would have been cool with the way concerts have been going here lately because you know damn well they were probably getting close to talking about, hey, let's go out and do this album in its entirety. Yeah, that would have been awesome. You know, and then along with playing shit off of Ill Communication and Check Your Head and License to Ill, I mean. No doubt. um, You know, Through the Five Burrows. I mean, they've got a fucking huge catalog. They do. And, you know, it's like, to me, like the earlier stuff is the ones that were super solid. Yeah. But then when you even wrote them off, they come back like with something like Intergalactic. Yeah. They I still mean, had great songs, you know, all the way through. You know. It's just those first albums start to finish. Yeah. Right? Yep. But Shit. It's another episode right there. Holy fuck, dude. We yeah. are like rolling on fucking clock. We could have had a whole fucking season done in one <laughs> fucking day, but my wife, your sister, probably had my ass because, you know, she's like, where's my food is on the smoker. <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah, this one here, this was a real treat to get to do. Yeah. And I know, I know we didn't do this fucking thing justice, but hey, we're not fucking critics. Yeah, you I know. mean, you could, you could spend two hours on this record. Oh, easy. I mean, that's not that's not y- what we do. You could spend more than that on oh, it, but you know, if if you haven't heard it on vinyl, check it out. It, it's a great pressing. the The ones, the copies that Brandon and I have with the the 2019 reissue on purple vinyl, they're pretty pricey now. But you can get the standard black uh, for thirty five bucks. Yeah, and didn't they repress another one that was just? Didn't they repress it and it was just one? Yeah, one record. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like it when they expand it to two albums because I, I think it gives it a little more headroom. Yeah, and I think I think you get more low end and everything on it. And this album's loaded with low end. Oh, it's fucking great. And honestly, you know, if the Dust Brothers never did another thing, which I don't really know that they did, they've done some other stuff. Sure, it's not but, things that we listen to, but they, they've done it. But oh yeah, because they were kind of clubby. Yeah. They did all that techno yeah. type stuff, but you know, if if lightning struck and that was your album, hey, I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews. Don't forget to hit us up at Beards, Brews, Vinyl Reviews at Yahoo.com or on the Facebook page because we do get on there and answer shit from time to time. And, you know, you know the fucking spiel. We don't do no fucking research. I mean, hell, we got time hardly to wipe our ass anymore. <laughs> I mean, we're getting old, you know. <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I just had a birthday. I'm, I'm an old motherfucker. I'll admit it. Yeah. And, you know, um, life happens. But go on and get yourself some Mad Dog 2020 Orange Jubilee. Sit back. Hell, fire up a fatty. I don't give a fuck what you do. Uh, yeah, do it. Listen yeah. to some Paul's Boutique. Ask for Janice. That's right. Have fun. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to get up here and you got to ask for Janice. <laughs> you know, call me now for your free reading, child. <laughs> but uh, that's Brandon. 
Uh, and that's Travis over there. Mm-hmm. I think we just switched up to a new fucking thing for this season. It, yeah. it might work. We yeah. don't know. If you like the old way, hit us up <laughs> on the fucking Facebook page or at yahoo.com. That's right. You know, Beards, Brews, Vinyl Reviews. No and in that. Just that's Beards, right. Brews, Vinyl Reviews. And, you know, hey, thanks for everyone out there listening. And honestly, I'm going, I, I didn't hate it, Travis. So I'm going to do it. If you don't like Mad Dog 2020 Orange <laughs> Jubilee or the fucking Beastie Boys Paul's Boutique, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs>